Hi, thank you so much for listening to our podcast again on Redefining Home, getting you from here to there. Um, Today, we welcome back a guest that we've had before. We have Beth Nixon with Graceful Guidance. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So we wanted to just do a quick podcast for everyone. I can hardly believe that the holidays are just around the corner. We have Thanksgiving next week, um, and then Christmas, of course, just around the corner. So this podcast... Um, is going to cover um, some topics that sometimes come up during the holidays. Um, I know this time of year, many families are getting together for the first time in almost a year, and sometimes a lot has changed in that period. Um, Family members that live close to mom or dad um, maybe have seen you know, they haven't seen the gradual changes that have happened. But then when you have other family members fly in that have been away for a year, those changes become really evident. So we just wanted to kind of um, talk about that. And um, Beth's going to talk to us a little bit maybe about some of the um, signs of change or decline that people should be looking for when visiting family. Very good. Yes. Um, and you are correct. This is a time of year that my phone calls and inquiries about my services definitely increase Yes, due to this exact thing. When a family member comes to visit their parents or their loved one and on the phone, when they're talking to them, you know, every Sunday or what have you, they tell them that everything's great. Everything's mm-hmm. fine. And so they just kind of assume it is. And then when they get to their home, they see the signs that everything is in fact not fine. And typically what we'll see with this is um, bills, Mm -hmm. the inability to remember how to organize and pay the bills, mail piling up, um, weight loss is a big one. A lot of times they have um, kind of forgotten the steps of cooking or maybe just don't want to do it because it's just for one or Mm -hmm. possibly two people so that we see the weight loss the bills piling up, maybe they're not driving as much, or perhaps there's been a fender bender. Um, We see this a lot too with folks, uh, particularly with, uh, you know, early mild Mm -hmm. cognitive uh, decline. So really, those are the big things that we look out for. And also loneliness and depression. Um, A lot of times folks have lost their spouse or a lot of their friends have passed away and things are just changing for them. So we really look at the, for depression and, and sadness and isolation. Yeah, absolutely. I know, um, I've seen too, where people sometimes are starting to withdraw from some of the activities and things like that, that they, that they used to do. That's part of that loneliness too. You know, I, I don't go on walks anymore. I don't join my bridge club anymore. I don't, go to the men's coffee at McDonald's anymore, those kinds of things. Um, And then I thought it was really important what you said, you know, even if you're talking to mom and dad a couple times a week or whatever that is, sure, everything's fine, just fine, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you sometimes don't see that the wheels have in fact fallen off. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) For sure. And then I know sometimes even cleanliness of the house, I've seen that. Yes, definitely. I'm glad you brought that up because that is definitely one of the signs to look for as well. Yeah. And sometimes even like you were saying, the, the male situation, and it's easy, I think, for um, adult children to sometimes go, what are you doing? Why is this all here? Why aren't you taking care of this? But maybe there's more to it that they just can't do it, either due to cognitive decline or depression can also yes. lead to that too. And another part of that is when 
if if they're starting to take over their finances or there may be the power of attorney over that, they'll see that money is missing mm. because a lot of times, unfortunately, we have predators out there that yeah. prey on the seniors and they'll even do it uh, in person by asking if they could trim trees or things of that nature. Yes. And then certainly they're getting those phone calls and they're getting those um, solicitations in the mail. And a lot of older people are just very... Um, gullible I hate to yeah. say that but they believe these folks and they send money and and that's another sign too. I think you're a hundred percent right um I have a client whose name I won't mention but just um about a month ago was um scammed out of several thousand dollars um and I've really started to incorporate that into some of the seminars I teach is mm-hmm. anything that has to do with gift cards you needing to buy gift cards yeah. to take care of a problem or avoid a consequence or help someone out or get a better deal I was even talking to our teenage kids that that's not real that's yes. just never real it's so, a red flag for sure and luckily that and and he has no cognitive issues at all wow. um just uh, they were really good. Yeah. The people were really good mm-hmm. on the phone. And luckily he sat up in the middle of the night in bed and said, I know they said not to call anyone, but I'm going to call my daughter. And oh. the daughter said, Oh dad, it's yeah. just, that's not, you know, a real thing. So luckily it was going to be a lot more. I was going to say, I yeah. mean, several thousand dollars is a lot of money, but right. you see these, you hear these stories where it's tens of thousands and even in some cases, yeah. hundreds of thousands. And right. that's just devastating. Right. And it just gets so far along. I was actually at Home Depot the other day. No. Yeah. Lowe's the other day. And the cashier, I was buying some gift cards Not for legitimate purposes, but I was buying seven gift cards and she asked me if I was being pressured by anyone to purchase those. And I said, thank you so much for doing that. You know, she's 20 year old cashier, but I thought, wow, that's great. Well, that's, that's mm -hmm. a shame that we're having to do that, but it's also good that they're training, you know, folks to, to inquire about those things when people are making big purchases. like And and she said they had, I think uh, maybe a thousand dollar limit. And that was the same thing that happened with my client is that it was a thousand dollar limit. So yes, the money thing that wasn't even, I have a little list typed up here and that wasn't even on my radar screen as far as thinking about that. Um, well, kind of along those lines though. So I know you mentioned some things and some of that's going to be really obvious. If, if mom's lost 30, 40 pounds without explanation, that's an obvious thing you notice when they open the door. But, um, I mean the money thing and other things, how do you suggest someone either open that kind of conversation to start that with somebody or what should they I mean, because I, I would think that a senior would say, why are you poking around my pantry? Why are you looking in exactly. my, <laughs> you know, those kinds of things. Is there any, I guess that's difficult, but are there any tips to think about how to maybe have a conversation with, with your parents or whoever that is that you're visiting? I think you really just have to approach this just very honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there are certain things that we deal with that you can, for lack of a better word, sugarcoat it Mm -hmm. a little bit just to kind of soften the the blow, so to speak. But with this, I I really think you just have to look at the red flags and just kind of put it all together and just sit them down and say, this is strictly for your protection and make sure that you let them know that it is not their fault, Mm -hmm. that there are 
bad people out there. We have a lot of good people, but we've got a few bad people. We and all they're know skilled. that. Mm-hmm. They are very skilled. Mm-hmm. And just kind of take that pressure off because one of the things that they're going to feel if you approach any of these subjects, particularly the financial piece, they're going to feel stupid. They're going to mm-hmm. feel like they should have known. They're going to yes. feel, you know, really... Um, ashamed, embarrassed, you know. Mm -hmm. And so what we want to do is take that out of the equation right off the bat. So we want to just say, look, we know this is not your fault. It happens to other people too. Uh, uh, Please allow me to help you. We'll get through this and we will make sure that this doesn't happen again. So, you know, again, I think just take away the the shame and the guilt and all that and just reassure them that you are, or you're going to help them and that uh, other people have done it too. Yeah. And I think, I think that's absolutely true. And those were the words my client said is I thought I was too smart for this. I thought I was too savvy to Mm -hmm. fall for something like this. And, um, you know, maybe just sharing that story or sharing, you know, you can make up a story about, I read this in the paper on my plane flight here. Do you, has that happened to anyone, you know, or anything? I mean, that's sometimes the approach we take Mm -hmm. with our teens is instead of attacking them about something we want to ask about. So, um, yeah, I think that that's, that's good that it's coming from a place of love, um, for sure. And then another thing that I see sometimes, um, in the house, just as a realtor, because I'm getting called, you're, you have the call typically before I do, Mm -hmm. but when I get the call, the decisions already been made to move and I can walk around that house and see, you know, all the rose bushes are dead that were obviously used to be tended to. There's wood rot around the house. There's just a lot of deferred maintenance. There's one light bulb out of the six in the bathroom still working, you know, those kinds of things. So some of that too, which I think would be pretty obvious whenever you walk in. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, so let's just pretend that a family that's listening is listening because they did walk into a little bit of a surprise. Um, let's say during Thanksgiving, especially because if you're going for Thanksgiving and Christmas, those visits are pretty close, but maybe there's Mm -hmm. a plan that needs to be made in between Thanksgiving and Christmas on what's going to happen, um, when the family gets back together. So what would you say is really kind of step one? If it's like, Oh my gosh, we do have a pile of mail and mom is just eating microwave dinners three times a day if that, those kinds of things. So what would they, what would you suggest? So I would suggest that, um, if this, if any of these signs are there, uh, to call me, uh, mm-hmm. to go ahead and call me. And what I, what I first do is I learn about the situation. I learn about the person, you know, I, I, um, find out what's important to the adult child if they are in fact calling for their parent or grandparent mm-hmm. or, you know, other relative. And then we kind of just go over all of the options. Um, I also help with resources. So if there's, you know, um, veterans benefits or long-term care insurance or anything that can help to supplement Fund. some yeah. of this, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I help with those things as well. And then typically what I would do is recommend that, uh, once I get all the information that I need, I will identify two or three places that, um, and this is if they really do need to move to an independent living or an assisted living or a memory mm-hmm. care and, and those things. Um, and then we'll go and visit those places. And so you um, go with them. I do mm-hmm. I go with them because I do know what questions to ask. I know what places to stay away from, unfortunately, right. mm-hmm. and I can negotiate terms and rates and fees and that kind of thing. So yes, I do go with them. Um, people really love that because most people don't know where to start in this process. 
So if someone, okay, so they see some of these signs of this, you know that typically mom or grandma is not going to say, you know what, you're right. Um, let's go ahead and move me out of this house and move into a community, right? And that's typically not what happens. Um, but when they call you, they're not committing, we're going to move in 30 days. It's it's more just kind of um, understanding the whole situation and seeing if there is an appropriate alternative Absolutely. Okay. It's just getting a plan together. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not always immediate. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. And there's also other options. So maybe they just need a caregiver Mm -hmm. or some companion type arrangement to come into the home, you know, a few times a week for a few hours at a time. Maybe we start there. I can also assist with that. Um, you know, in some cases something has happened, there's been a crisis. So we always want to try to avoid a crisis if we can, Yeah. but sometimes there's been a crisis, maybe a fall or a recent, um, death of a spouse or something of that nature. And then usually it's pretty apparent if that is the next step. So I can help with anything and everything, um, care options for older adults. That's exactly what I do. So it is not always moving to a community right away, but it's certainly let's explore this because in a community, you're going to get the socialization, the nutrition, the oversight, if you yeah. need that for just your normal activities of daily living. So there's so many options. Uh, there are so many options. And so I really just try to tailor those resources and options to the needs of the family or the person. And I think, I think there's some kind of hesitation or stigma sometimes like I I don't need that place. I don't want to go there. Um, but I've seen Beth do a really great job of just having people, let's just see, let's just see what it's like there. Um, let's make a plan, even if the plan isn't to move in the next 30 days or 60 days, maybe the plan is we're going to move this summer, or maybe we need to get on a wait list. And some of these places have a wait list too. Um, you know, so those kinds of things, but I've, I've just seen, um, Beth do a good job of just kind of gently (laughs) introducing the idea or, or just taking tours to kind of, um, you know, gather that information for when it is time to make that decision. Mm -hmm. Thank you for saying that. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a perception of um, some folks that they think it's a nursing home. Right. And that's really what all there was 30 years ago. There was just nursing homes. Um, My grandparents lived in a a couple of those. And so they have that perception that that's what it is. And so once they see that it's actually a wonderful lifestyle, uh, then they're pleasantly surprised. And we can do things like have lunch at different places. Mm-hmm. Um, they always invite people to come and enjoy an activity. Maybe they're doing a history lesson or even just a bingo game. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people really do happy bingo. hour and happy music. Hour. And- <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we can gently uh, introduce folks to it by letting them go and meet people that live there, have a meal, attend an event and that kind of thing. So that's also another nice way to, uh, kind of introduce it slowly. Right. And I just, you know, I've said it a thousand times on this podcast, but always acting proactively instead of reactively is just the ideal situation. And, and to know, okay, if I'm not ready, but when I am ready, this is where I'm going. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I have clients that say that all the time. Mm -hmm. And yes, there are wait lists, as you mentioned. And on that note, I do want to say that I work with most budgets and all sides of town Mm -hmm. and basically anywhere in, in, in Texas for that matter. Yeah. Um, so if someone is afraid to call or they don't know, maybe they didn't plan for this, you would be surprised at some of the resources that, uh, I can introduce folks to that will allow them to supplement, 
uh, what they may have already saved or planned for. Yeah. Um, it is more affordable than you think. And in these communities and uh, personal care homes and larger homes, it's usually all inclusive. So mm-hmm. all of the utilities are included, meals, housekeeping, laundry, care needs and things like that. So right. it, it is a really, um, it really does give people a better quality of life. And it certainly gives the adult children peace of mind knowing that their parents are getting the proper care. Right. And I also think that it's important because sometimes people, you know, know, okay, I drive by that place all the time. And I think that that's a retirement community and that's maybe where I'd want to go. But I just want to say that also having someone to really listen to your needs and advocate for that and, and really hear what it is that you're don't want and that you do want. Because like Beth mentioned, personal care homes, some people are saying, I don't even know what a personal care home is, right? That's a completely different um, person that that fits for. But, but Beth would be able to know, okay, this person wants to live in this building that's two years old, that's really close to the most high elite restaurants in town it has crystal chandeliers in the entry or no, this person really wants to be somewhere with mature trees. It's more quiet. It's, you know, a community that's more settled in a neighborhood that's, you know, more established and that kind of thing. So there's just, and, and I mean, I'm talking about cosmetics and that's one thing, but there's also just different needs. Absolutely. I mean, pets, I know right. that that's important to a some A lot people. of them are pet friendly, but mm-hmm. I, I had one yesterday I toured someone with and they do not accept pets. Yeah. And that was actually the first time I had ever heard that. Right. But, you know, if having a pet is not important to you, then th- that's a great option. But but it's certainly, if you want your pet to be with you, most places do accept pets. So. Right. And that might be a great fit for someone who says, I hate pets. And right. I think pets shouldn't be in the house or whatever that is. <laughs> I know that's not Beth and I, but. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> we have a few fur babies each, but. We do. We do. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I think that that's, that's important to really have someone who kind of oversees all that. And, and I just want to say too, some people are probably thinking, um, what does it cost me to, to call Beth or to have her kind of guide me around town, but I'll let you speak to that. So great question. So I don't charge anything for my services. Um, I'm compensated by the care home or the community that the client chooses and not everybody chooses a place. So, um, that's a good thing about my services. There is no cost. And so I love to help people. I help everyone. I have a lot of resources. I'm from San Antonio and I've been in senior living. I'm entering my 25th year. Uh, next year. Yay. Yeah. So um, I do have a lot of resources and some really good partners and I would love to help anyone and everyone and, and just don't hesitate to call me. Um, my number is 210-632-1701 and my company is Graceful Guidance. And again, my name is Beth Nixon and my email address is Beth P. Nixon at gmail.com, but you can call me anytime. And I did want to say one more thing. I know you were mentioning um, that, you know, people may hesitate to ask for help or that kind of thing. Or, But I want to, I want to flip that on as just as far as if you are someone that's trying to help um, a parent or just an older adult that needs some assistance, that it's okay that you don't have all the answers. And um, Beth and I were just visiting with a social worker in the past week or so who didn't even 
that's in senior healthcare and didn't understand all the resources out there. So it's okay that you don't know this. I, you know, I was just visiting, um, with a, a family member on the phone that you're actually working with too, Beth. Oh. Um, and she was just saying, I just had no idea that you people <laughs> existed out there that you, that you, that there were people that specialized in this. Um, because she said, you know, this is really our first rodeo. We, you know, we haven't done this with another parent. We haven't done this with anyone else. And so we, are constantly dealing with people who, um, this is the first time that they've, you know, it's a whole new vocabulary, right? And it it's is. a whole, you know, especially somewhere like San Antonio where there's so many options. Maybe if you're from a, a small city, there may only be one or two options as far as that goes. Um, but in San Antonio, I mean, there is just everything that you could imagine. I mean, you can kind of dictate what you need. I want to be within, sure. you know, eight miles of my church and I want my a balcony daughter, or what, you know, whatever. Exactly. Right. Or my daughter, I, you know, want to make sure that there's all those kinds of things too. Um, I did want to ask, so what if somebody is listening to this and they're thinking, yeah, this isn't for my parent. This is for me. I I'm afraid that my kids are going to come during this break and they're going to see that this isn't really fitting for me. Um, is there a tip maybe on how that person could start the conversation with their kids that they do need help? That's a great question. And I'll tell you that does come up periodically and that makes it really, really, uh, takes all of the guesswork out of it because, <laughs> yeah. you know, people usually push back a little bit initially until they really know what their options are. But, oh yes, I, I would encourage anybody if they feel like, they're slipping a little bit, or you just don't want to take care of the big house anymore. Yeah. There's repairs and there's insurance and there's calling contractors out and, and exactly. Yeah. So I think you just tell your children, um, I would like to go visit some communities while you're in town. I value your input. And I think that I might be getting close to wanting to do that and, um, give me a call and I'll set up some visits for us and we'll go from there. So that's a great question. Yeah. And so if someone said, okay, my kids are in town for three days, I don't want to spend three days looking at places. Could they go look at two or three in the same day? Or is that a lot? No, that that's actually okay. very doable. Okay. Um, I would say each visit with travel time would take an hour and a half. Okay. So easily we could do three visits in a day and it would take about, you know, five or six hours total. Okay. Um, and I would encourage uh, during the holidays, I'm always available too. And I can sometimes schedule a Saturday tour or a late afternoon tour at different communities. So just reach out to me and we'll set something up. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great. And I, you know, Beth and I just want to encourage everyone to just not be afraid to reach out and um, whether you're helping someone else or it's for yourself. Um, it's, really strong of somebody to recognize that and to say, I'm not going to let this turn into a disaster. I'm, I'm really going to go ahead and take control of this and make my own decisions or help mom make her own decisions or whatever that is. Um, and another thing, you know, there's a couple of companies out there similar to Beth's, but I will tell you that, um, just from what I've seen, I don't think Beth will say this, but I'll go ahead and say it for her that some of, um, the companies I've seen families they, they talk to me and they say, you know, my phone rang with 40 different people calling me and leaving messages. I feel like I signed up for telemarketing or something like that. Um, and they're really stressed and they kind of say, I don't want to do this anymore. That's just too much. Um, because who couldn't talk to 
30 people. I mean, it just all runs together. So Beth is really great at listening kind of when she's doing those initial, that initial call. Um, and she's not going to send you to 30 places or share your information with 30. Places. I do not. And I'm glad <laughs> yeah. you brought that up. Yeah. I, I don't even tell, I tell the places that we're going to visit the name mm-hmm. of my clients, but I do not share their contact information because I want them to be able to see, because it's a feeling that you get when you visit these places, you, you know, if you can picture yourself living there, if it's for you and if, it, if it's for a family member, you say, I, I can picture my mom living here. Mm-hmm. So instead of getting phone calls from multiple places, I take them and we look at them and then we kind of narrow it down and then I'll share the information at the appropriate time because I don't want them to get inundated with a lot of calls. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you another thing um, that it's really nice to have someone who has been through this before. And of course, Beth's been through this with lots and lots of families. Um, but to ask the questions that you're afraid to ask. Um, so you can tell Beth some of those harder questions. Um, maybe you're afraid to ask how much the rent increases, you know, or, or if it increases every year, those kinds of things. Maybe you're afraid to to ask if certain things are covered or, um, you know, what's what's going to happen if... Uh, my, you know, early cognitive decline turns into something more serious, what happens from there. So um, you can kind of look at Beth, like, you know, a daughter that (laughs) that's been through this before. And she can um, really ask those questions for you, or she may already know the answer to a lot of your questions that you're afraid to ask when you're know, sitting actually with the community. So and all mm-hmm. questions are good questions. I yeah. always have people they'll say, this might be a dumb question, but let me ask this or that. And I always tell them there are no dumb questions, right? Because most people like you mentioned a moment ago, this is new territory. They've right. never done this before. They don't know what the options are. They have no idea where to start. And that's where I come in. And I love what I do. Because when people tell me, thank you so much, you have no idea we knew nothing and we didn't know where to start, right. where to begin, how this worked. And we are so grateful for you. So my company is called Graceful Guidance because I really feel like I, that's what I do. I guide people through this journey of many options uh, in senior living for yeah. your, for older adults. So please don't ever think a, a question is not a good valid right. question because they're all good questions. And and truly between Beth and I and, and how many contacts we have, no matter what that is that you need, you know, it's... I don't know, you need a ramp or you need someone to remove the ramp because you're getting ready to sell the house or, you know, whatever that is, um, or transportation needs or, you know, supplies or like you were saying, the VA benefits, um, Mm -hmm. those kinds of things. I mean, again, there's no dumb question on that either. Who can come hang my curtains for me in my new apartment? (laughs) Those kinds of things. We, we have connections, um, for all of that, or we know where to find those connections. And quick story. Mm -hmm. I had a client yesterday Mm -hmm. and, uh, the first thing that came up was he wanted an electric scooter. So I immediately pulled out my phone and I said, Oh, this is the guy I use for that. I sent it to him. A few minutes later, he said, I've got this Corvette that I want to sell. Um, And he said, I I haven't decided yet where or how, but I do want to sell it. And I said, oh, I've got a Corvette guy. So I gave him our colleague, Tim. Um, And then then the next thing was he had five cats. And so (laughs) most places will only take two, but I actually found a place that'll take three. So we're working on that. We're getting to three. (laughs) But then his sister was with him and I said, oh, I've got a really great cat rescue group. And she said, my goodness, you have something for everything. And I had to laugh because we do, you do too. We can pretty much connect you with somebody for just about anything. And that was just a good yeah. example. I mean, our clients are rearranging their lives, right? And, and things are changing and that means all the elements are changing. Mm-hmm. And so we've 
seen it before, or if we don't, then we're happy to go with you on that journey and figure out the lesson that we haven't <laughs> learned and the contact that we haven't made. But, um, and plus this is just so much better than, you know, opening, going to Google or opening the yellow pages or something. You just oh, yes. you never, never know, know what you're going to get. No, if you do that. I, I don't recommend that at all. No. <laughs> and then, yeah, <laughs> we we could go on a whole episode just about bad stories we've heard with all of that. We sure could. Right. Well, thank you so much um, for coming coming out today and it and hopefully this was helpful um even if you aren't sure you walk into a situation this um, holiday season and you aren't sure if it's a red flag or not feel free to reach out to beth um, and she can talk through it with you and and see if now's the time to start making some decisions and exploring or um you know maybe there's some other advice that she can give so beth why don't you go ahead and give your phone number one more time in case someone needs to call or text you on that number yes i one is fine. It's 210-632-1701. And again, Beth Nixon with Graceful Guidance. Thank you so much, Jennifer. You're very welcome. Thank you. And we wish you all a wonderful holiday season. Thank you so much.